Hey, Zombro fans. Uh, what? 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 You're not ready? I thought I, I, thought uh, I had preview ready. Oh, well, that's all right. Well, I'll hold it then. We'll, we'll just sit here. The early pre-show on Randallson 27's channel where we thought we were ready. We almost had it synchronized. But you two bamboozled, John. I, I, keep, I, keep, I, keep, I keep hitting the start stream button and literally nothing's happening. Ugh. You're just waiting? You could wait it out. Uh, I, I refresh and I have to redo the preview. Okay, okay. no worries. Okay, now I'm over. Okay, you're okay. I don't All know. Right. I kept in start streaming. Really, it wasn't even like responding. No, no. Okay. I've had weird glitches like that. So go ahead. Go ahead. All right, I'm over. Okay. All right. In three, two, one. Hey, Zombro fans, we're Austin twice. I'm back here for yet another wonderful week of Zombro's action. How are we all doing? How is everything going on? I'm joined by once again my wonderful co-host in all the world, Johnny J25. How you doing? Very tired right now, Reed. I'm oh, not oh, he's really tired. I wonder why. I think we need to go queue up the big screen over here on my oh, channel. God. What is that? Look at that. Is that Johnny J at TEDx? My God, he's the headline. Let's look at this man. This man could run for Congress. Look at that guy. Holy shit. What a headshot. I trust that man with my podcast. My headshot, yeah, I went and got. I needed a headshot, so I went and got that one professionally done. They're like, "Yeah, we need a headshot from you." I'm like, "I don't have a headshot. I should probably get a headshot." Well, you look, you know, great. whether to, whether to like have for speaking engagements or just like on a LinkedIn or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look it's, professional. Oh, I like the I do. like the uh, the fire effect. Oh, thank you, thank you. That's that's one of the little things I've done in the past to make it mm-hmm. a little more fun. I like I like that that shot is the shot that's being used though the um the one of me with like the seven different YouTubers on there yes 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 because that one was very that that one was very um specific yeah I was very um uh what's the word I was very uh purposeful meticulous yeah meticulous in which YouTubers I featured in that specific slide mm-hmm. I wanted YouTubers that had had a big impact on me but also different eras of like my youtube viewing yes yes so so like i've got i've got like the vlog brothers on there who i think in my mind might be for me the most influential youtubers i've come across Mm -hmm. they had to be on there yeah um i threw in woody's gamer tag because i think he's had a lot of influence on me particularly like painkiller already in high school was like my shit Mm -hmm. um Tom Scott was probably my favorite YouTuber from the past, like uh, maybe from like senior year of high school, like sophomore, junior year. Still, still really like his uh, his channel. Uh, but there was a time when like he was my absolute favorite. Um, I like Casey and I said a lot just because I think he's done a lot for the industry. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, Big time. CGP Gracious, one of my favorite YouTubers. Um, Vsauce is an interesting one because I find it really easy to fall asleep to Vsauce videos. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know why, but like I've just got into the habit of doing this because like the long like 20, 30 minute ones. Yeah. Like I just play it. I listen to it as I sleep. And for whatever reason, it's just easy to fall asleep to. And then Dunkey, I just threw in Dunkey because Dunkey's like at the moment, one of my favorite guys. It's amazing. So I kind of wanted a spread of like YouTubers that have had a big influence on my YouTubing career mm-hmm. um, for that specific image. And then there was another earlier. I made a uh, I made a collage of, or later on in the talk, I made a collage of different YouTubers. Mm-hmm. And that one I was going for like just a whole spread of every like kind of represent every type of YouTuber on that one. Fair. It, it was a great talk. I was driving back from my friend's uh, birthday party 
And John hit me up with it. I, I was the night before. I'm like, oh, I should wish John a good luck. And then it was like three in the morning. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. He's probably sleeping. He's got the big talk today. And then you text me like, you can watch me here. I'm like, yes. Oh, I'm so excited. He, I was enthralled. I was telling John beforehand. I was enthralled with his speech. It was great to see him on the big TED Talk stage. I mean, who? I'm ready for Senator John to come up on the stage. Johnny J to come up there and start talking to me about the big issues now. That just gives a good right. suit on him. You feel the power. You ever see the Bill Burr bit about that? You put a guy in a suit. You start feeling a little more power. You start yelling. You start getting things going. And he starts making some parallels to things we won't bring up right now. Especially you're German, so that wouldn't be great. <laughs> especially what? Because you're German. <laughs> it makes it even worse. Yeah. yeah. Mm, he's not, uh, not wrong. It's funny. Somebody somebody said to me yesterday, he said, you look like such a professional up there. Yeah. And then I said, I said, would you still call me a professional if I told you I bought those khakis less than like twelve hours before? Because <laughs> I was at the I was at a dress rehearsal and I saw a picture of me in the pants I was wearing, and I'm like, oh, those pants look like shit. Let me get a new pair of khakis. Nice. So as I'm walking home, I stop at Target. Of mm -hmm. course, Target doesn't have any khakis for some reason. I go to H and M, which is next door. They didn't have any khakis. Mm -hmm. So then I go home and I borrow my friend's car, um, and then. And then drove all the way to Kohl's, which was like 15 minutes away, to finally buy a pair of khakis. Wow. Oh, my God. I, like, have a wardrobe of almost only khakis. I have, like, four pairs of jeans and, like, 20 pairs of khakis. So that's that's brutally depressing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like the ones I was wearing, so I wanted a fresh pair. Good so for you. Well, it looked great, John. You pulled it off. You pulled it off, and you killed it. And that's why the show's also on Monday today. We're all proud of you, John. A big congratulations. And I thought we really need to feature that because that's a big deal. I mean, your speech was wonderfully fluid. I was, and you made good points. I was really happy for you. Thank you. Yeah, it that um. So that I've been working on that, like on the back burner for probably. Yeah, I think I started in November. Mm -hmm. So this has been a project that I've been continuously working on for six six months now, or not six months is way off. Four months now, mm -hmm. something like that. Uh, and it started in a completely different place. Um. Really? You know, at first I wanted to talk about just I wanted to talk about like different things, like bad things that come from the Internet. And one of them was going to be like doxing, but then or not doxing, um, like swatting. Yep. Yep. I'm like, I don't really want to talk about that. So then I started talking about like, what about like bad things that YouTubers do and what that means for like younger generations? Because they're they're the ones who are looking up to YouTubers. Yes. And that's going to be the future. Um, so I kind of went down that path. But. I'd almost do kind of like a buyer beware story, but I didn't want it to be all negative and be like, you know, like, yeah, I appreciate it. It's going to ruin everything. That was, that was a good. So then, comeback. so then I, so then I gave a shout out to East strikes for charity 2017. Yeah. And everyone was like, I was like, yes, I was not. So, so I was not expecting that applause. Yeah. Um, and when I did that, so when I, when I did in the dress rehearsal, like, so, so when you practice it, you don't practice for any audience reaction because, how can you anticipate that? Like right. you, you hope your jokes land, but so then the dress rehearsal was like two or three people in the crowd. Nobody really cheered. There people were just listening. And then so when I got so when I mentioned Easter eggs for charity and that got an applause by the audience, that kind of caught me off guard for a second. And I'm like, oh shit, let me just take that in for a moment and yeah. let that let that sit. And then I um and then I went into Liza Koshi, which was actually I, I gave the presentation to my dad, and that was his recommendation. Mm-hmm. First, it was just Easter eggs for charity. Yep. And then, like, you should you should get another person, like somebody somebody just as big as the people you had mentioned prior. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, you know what, you should also do. You should make it a woman too. 
to show that it's not such just a male dominated field. Yeah, perfect. Yep. And um, and then so I was because 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 my first thought was, oh, I could do the Vlogbrothers because they've done so many amazing things. Right. And then I, and then I'm like, you know what? No, Liza Koshy's perfect for it because mm-hmm. she's like right now the it one. I mean, she hasn't uploaded much recently, but she yeah, was. She yeah. Well, she did upload, I think, recently, but she okay. was at one point like the it woman on YouTube. Yes, 100 percent. Still done, is. Still is. And she's done a lot of great stuff. I mm-hmm. mean, YouTube had her in rewind despite not uploading for like nine months. Exactly. Although, there is a funny moment where I'm like, let me make sure Liza Koshy doesn't have any scandals. Yep. Otherwise, that would totally defeat my purpose. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, so so after I made those slides ago, I'm like, Liza Koshy scandal, Liza Koshy trouble, Liza Koshy uh, controversy. That's good and, shit. Uh, nothing really. Good for her. Good. That's awesome yeah. for her to be clean like that. Wonderful. And I mean, she most, pe- most people are. Yeah. Um, but you know, like I, I had to make sure because if 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 there was, and not that there is, because Liza's been great so far. But you mm-hmm. know, that would totally defeat my argument. Right. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. So that was awesome. Uh, so yeah, here we are. This is great, John. Uh, we I don't think they have a link to your talk yet, but I'm sure it'll be uploaded at some point. Do you have any information about that? Yeah, so it's a little bit of a process. So, I mean, there were 13 talks. Yep. So, first they have to... Um, Caption them all, edit them all. Well, so, like, at the auditorium, there's a whole, like, production crew from that auditorium that, um, mm-hmm. that like, records everything. Like, like if you saw there, there was... If, if you were there, like, behind the scenes, you'd see there was a whole, like... There's a whole, like, sound area. There's a whole mm-hmm. picture area, lighting area. Uh, and then there's cameras everywhere recording it. So, they have all this footage. They have pretty much every angle recorded. Now what they need to do is just edit it together. Yep. But they're editing 13 different speakers. Yeah. So you have to wait for them to do all 13. And then it's my understanding that they have to then get approved by TEDx. And then they'll go up on the YouTube channel. Cool. The TEDx YouTube channel. Wonderful. So that's probably like three months away, more or less. Yeah. I think it's going to take some time. Um, I wouldn't expect it to be up within the next week or so. I mean, if we're lucky, maybe, but it just seems like with 13 speakers, it's going to take some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know how rigorous the TEDx approval process is. Sure. Because the way the whole thing works is like TEDx is our licensed events. So yep. you have somebody who buys the license yep. and then they're able to put on their own event. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they run it within the guidelines of TED, I guess. And then um, Good old Ted. To, to end up on the TEDx YouTube channel, they have to approve it. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Uh, hopefully... I should at least, at, at the very least, get my own copy. Cool. Uh, and probably upload to the channel. I don't know if I put that on the channel or what, okay. but well, if it, but once I have it in a place where people can watch it, I'll let people know. Because sure. a lot of people have I've seen it in the Discord. I've a lot of people have hit me up on Twitter, and I haven't said anything just because I don't know when I'll get it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, in case anybody's mm-hmm. not familiar with TED Talks, these are like these a, a talk that you give. Like once in a lifetime was originally how it was picks pitched, but then it be all these expos came out, and so it became more of like basically put on this incredible thesis. Go ahead and talk about this one topic that you're an expert in the field at, and blow our mind, share information, and get people to learn. I'm sure you probably have a better definition for it too, but this is something that's pretty big deal. No Joe schmo just goes up on a TED talk and be like, oh, I'm gonna shout at you for 40 minutes. These are, I mean, I can't believe. Like, did you ever you stuttered maybe once, if that? Like there it wasn't was, even a there real. Was, there was one instance, uh, and this this kind of kills me because it was my very last slide. Uh-huh. I had hit the. Cl- I don't know what happened, but I hit the clicker, yeah. and it either didn't work or it had skipped ahead two slides. Like maybe I double hit it or something. Sure. And 
the image that was supposed to be behind me wasn't behind me. So I kind of did a quick glance back and then like fixed it. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened there, but had I not done that, I think it would have been a like a flawless run through. Yeah, I was so amazed at how fluent you were in the whole thing. And that's what these are. Like, I'm always blown away by most of them because some people can't even do it, even on a TED Talk level. But just being able to have that whole speech and go is incredible. Mm hmm. Yeah, well, so so going back, though, like what the definition, yes, I guess, yes. of like a TED Talk is. I'm sure you would so know they, by now. So their tagline idea is like ideas worth spreading. Yes, yep. And so the idea is that you have a story or you have an idea or you just have something that you want to share. Mm -hmm. And it, typically you're an expert in this field or it's a very personal story that like, you know, mm -hmm. that you think others can learn from. And they're yep. usually 10 to 15 minute talks. Mm -hmm. um, and then like the actual ones from actual TED events. Yep. Uh, they, they, I think they sometimes are a little bit longer and usually mm -hmm. more prominent people. But like for this event, I think, I think they had somewhere around like 500 applicants that they sifted through. And then there were some people they had invited to talk. Um, it was, it was, but it was good. There were, there were actually some really, really good talks there. Some really interesting people. Well, that's fantastic. Um, so we should, I, once yeah, I, yeah. once they're up and available, I'll, I'll make sure people have access to that. Oh yes. And I'll tweet it out as well. If you follow me on Twitter, John on Twitter, we'll be able to push it out to you or discords, the Zombros discord or the Rouse 27 discord. If you got kicked from the uh, Zombros discord this past week, you freeloader. We had a bunch of freeloaders. Our damn bots weren't kicking out. So I hope you enjoyed your stay freeloading in the Zombros chat. They're probably getting the bonus episodes too free or well, actually, no, they need a specific role to get in there. So it doesn't matter. It was a bunch of freeloaders got evicted from the Zombros discord. So yeah, how you dare you guys to take advantage of my generosity? You should have removed yourself. Yeah, definitely how that works. <laughs> so we got a few things to talk about this week after uh, John's incredible, incredible TED Talk. Uh, but before we get into that, it's probably a good time to say this episode is sponsored by Ironside Computers. You can use the link RAD in the description or the coupon code right in the description down below for 5% off if you're in the market for a computer. Computers do everything. You can look up all kinds of things. You can even enter the dark web. All things I don't suggest you do. Or you could just be like my father who just looks on news on MSN through Internet Explorer Edge and never upgrade your browser to Google Chrome. You could do that with an Ironside computer. So check that out in the description below if you want to be with the ages, against the ages, or do some debauchery that I don't approve of. You can do that at ironsides.com. Now, I wrote my I wrote and created my TED talk on an Ironside computer. Boom! So you can do that. Wow! Look at that. Without Ironside computers, uh, it would have been more difficult for Johnny J to write his so. talk. I don't think it would have been possible without the Ironside computer. Boom! Look at you heard it from the from Johnny J himself, the man who is soon to be running for Congress inside Pennsylvania. <laughs> Anywho. Nah, I ain't going into politics. Good for you, John. Good for you. We have a couple things to talk about. Uh, Glitching Queen and the No Thumbs crew ended up finding another Easter egg of notable uh, value inside Blood of the Dead, and they titled it the worst Easter egg ever. That caught my attention. Good for you, Queen, with your good title-grabbing uh, headlines. My issue with this thumbnail in yes. this video yes. is that Al has two different eye colors. You notice that? No. Oh, is it blue and yellow? Blue and green. Look at look at the thumbnail. You oh, it's green. It, it's, green. Yeah, it's short. It's short. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh God, don't do this. I'm not colorblind. Uh, yeah, you're colorblind, so you can't see this. No, but one eye is green, the other is blue, and I don't understand why. Is it related to the Easter egg? Because I actually don't know. I've been no. in the dark for the past two days. No. So let me. I'll pull over uh, just little bits of her video. We're not. Green, but we're 
Um, but here, uh, some of the interesting bit portions of the video, it starts with the quest originally. We got to see a picture that people believe Weasel's drawing pictures and hiding them around Alcatraz, all right? And they're pretty god-awful pictures, but I guess, you know, it's a lore, right? Maybe Weasel's not a great artist, even though we saw him draw the cartoon really well. Uh, these seem to be not as well done. We'll get into some other details I want to point out about this, but we, we go from drawing to drawing, and it's a difficult process. They were going through just about everything they could. They would be using specialist weapons to open some of this stuff, and they were, for like, three out of four specialist weapons are used to open drawers or boxes to reveal these uh, hidden messages. But for some reason, Death Machine wasn't used during this process, which makes me wonder if there's still more to this Easter egg. It seemed like they stopped a little short. But they have all these images, and she's also doing a technique I'm pretty sure that I had others in the past show me. Uh, they didn't, I don't know how to do it, but they showed me that they could do it, where you basically look in one direction on screen and you click something, and it rips all the assets in-game. So you just have all the assets, perfect file. So you now, that's how we would get stuff from, like, Dries and Drock. I remember, like, the papers, the newspapers, if you wanted the actual file. All you had to do was do whatever this PC technique is. Uh, these drawings look really odd. I mean, this one has the bird and zombies, so there's Owl, and they're kind of praising the bird. And it's it's trying to give us, I guess, more backstory. But there's there's one instance here of a rowboat leaving the city, San Francisco, and ending up at Alcatraz. And then at Alcatraz, they are leaving Alcatraz with somebody in the boat. And some people are speculating this person went and saved Rick Toffin, which I don't quite believe, uh, which would only be a even worse choice for the great sacrifice Primus Richtofen had to do. And then you're going to bring him back instantly, not even a map later would be, uh, that's an opinion. You know, I'm Gloria Borger and I'm not supposed to give my opinion. So let's keep moving. Uh, so that's basically the, the big key here is the Easter egg shows a dude leaving San Francisco, going to Alcatraz and taking somebody from Alcatraz after like going through this whole arduous process of using special weapons to shoot certain places and do uh, certain steps in this Easter egg. Uh, just another minor Easter egg that was probably added in the map as a, as a gift, but as uh, Queen's stance in the video goes, is like, this is Blood of the Dead. This is supposed to be like a masterpiece, a super anticipated map, and everything's underwhelming in that sense of like, even the main Easter egg is it, and then all the little Easter eggs, there's not substance like we've experienced in the past. Not to take away from having any Easter eggs in this map, but there's really, where's Blood of the Dead substance? Where's that extra mm, oomph, those extra Easter eggs that get you going? Uh, and that's sort of where we land on this. John, what do you, how do you feel about the whole thing? I don't think the art's that bad. Okay, fair enough. I, I, I just thought a couple of them I, I wasn't a big fan of. I mean, maybe, maybe, it's, I'm just, maybe I'm just a shitty artist. Sure. So my standards are low. But I look at it, and I, like, it's, it's not amazing. It's not like it's the Mona Lisa. Sure. But, but like, look, it, it reminds me of somebody just drawing it with a single black, uh, like, True. Cast out like crayon or something or a yeah. piece of chalk and like see the, the way the way this I'm looking at like the rowboat one the way the sky mm -hmm. is shaded those look the best different by far hundred yeah, they look the best um the face picture is a little weird yeah people, do people call it the Richtofen drawing I guess? yeah it's a Richtofen drawing an ultimate okay. Richtofen drawing it's definitely Richtofen that's what they've said I mean he's got the Nazi hat and everything I've I've seen it and it, oh, it could be look a guard uh, that's what I thought it was I that's didn't think fair. it was Richtofen I thought that's it was fair. a guard uh. Oh, but yeah. he's got a little like light around him, like he came through a portal, and he's asking, "Who the hell are you?" You think Al would know a guard if he's the one drawing these? Unless the guard sees somebody in the building and is like, "Who the hell are you?" 
True. That that yeah. Yeah. Um sorry. The 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 Brutus one looks bad. Yeah, it's rough. Give it that one. It's rough. And the only reason it's a criticism is like they have professional artists that work for Treyarch and then they gotta be like make a shitty version. It's like why yeah, that's the style they're going for that. I think they intentionally they like yeah. the, it's they, they, they intentionally made it kind of rough looking. Um and remember that Al is a failed comic book writer slash artist. True, but you go and look at the she shows us in the video too, the one he draws for the comic book like cover. Looks good. I mean that looks really good. I'm showing it on stream right now. It's mm-hmm. fine. So but I you can argue he has more time, he has more colors and stuff, so maybe he doesn't have any pencils. But he what, like what are we talking about, John, right? <laughs> the rough rough sketches he's made in his prison cell. Maybe he sure. has visions. There we go. And those visions yes. those vi- he just the way he gets those visions out of his head is through art, just like roughly sketching them, you know, while, while the idea is still fresh in his mind. Right, right. Yeah, I, I can get on board with that. It's just like at this so point. I, I, I don't I don't know how I feel about the Richtofen being saved idea, though. That I don't support um, just because it totally breaks the story. Nothing new. But I don't know where I don't know where it fits in or why it would fit in. It just seems like extemporaneous lore, like world building. Yeah, why are they going to the island and saving somebody? Who could it even be at this point? Who do we care? Who would be worth mm-hmm. saving? Uh, Primus. I mean, he woke up Primus Richtofen, so or the uh, post Rev Richtof Primus Richtofen. They're saving the other, Victus. All one of Victus apparently. It's not a girl mm-hmm. either. It doesn't look like from the drawing. What vision did he see? They saved just Marlton. Yeah, and and they also get into the idea that you can't leave the shores. Like you just disappear. If you leave the shores of blood of the dead. So yeah, I don't really know. I don't really know. Like, could you, could you even potentially leave Alcatraz Island when you're stuck in that, in, no. in like purgatory? You can't, that's what they made that clear that you'll disappear. There's a couple, uh, uh, quotes about that, especially from Rick Toffin. As soon as you leave the shores, you just, that's what I thought. So this is from reality. So I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, one thing worth noting, though, at this point in the game, not, this doesn't take away from their hard work that they did because they still had to find the Easter egg and brute force it. But they have 350 health. They have, like, all, almost unlimited specialists. They're starting with 50,000 points. I mean, they're doing Easter eggs on what should be a mutations glitch. So that's still happening. So I expect the DLC to be brute forced as well because nothing apparently gets fixed. I thought they patched this, but apparently Queen and the No Thumbs crew has a way to just, I mean, she's glitching Queen, so that's her fucking gig. They might have just found a new way to do it. Yeah, so it it seems very clear that there's some either new way or the old way hasn't been fixed to push their way through Easter eggs, which we still didn't get addressed how in Dead of the Night she brute forced her way through that Easter egg. It's completely gone under the rug. Like she, when the whole, because of the whole Milo controversy, uh, controversy. Uh, I, I what are we looking at here for DLC two? It's going to be solved on the first day once again because um, she's probably not even the only people that can do this. They're going to be able to brute force their way through an Easter egg for I don't even know how they have the steps. Like how do they know the steps of Dead of the Night even though they were able to glitch stuff? It's uh, it's concerning in the least, but not really because who cares, right? <laughs> That's true. At this point, is it is it really concerning though? Is it, is it really a big deal? I I don't think so. I really don't think so. But it's something worth pointing out that the future of Easter eggs is just going to be this, more of this. Uh, months and months later, little things that don't really go too much of anywhere by people who are forced to brute. brute like, 
shouldn't there be a logical progression like built in game design wise? Don't you want to be encouraging your players to find this stuff? You're not trying to be impossible Easter eggs where you're like, screw you, you'll never find it. Like there should be audio cues, noises to really push players to find the things you hide in your game instead of everyone, I don't know, not everyone, that's broad, that's too broad, of people having to like basically leave in mass. A lot of people don't care about this. They're not searching the maps because they don't think there's anything left. And that only leaves people that are really into the game or people that are just scraping for anything to try and find out what's inside these maps and they use whatever means necessary, which at this point, why wouldn't you use any means necessary? Like, is is there any ethics left in Call of Duty Zombies? Well, I, I feel like I feel like you're being way too pessimistic in the sense that mm-hmm. like this is just a now problem. Sure, people have gone through any means. I mean, Queen was glitching oh, yeah. in Black Ops Three. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, like, I, I feel like you're acting like this is a new problem, and it's no, absolutely no, fine. no. It has nothing to do with the state of the community. Mm-hmm. There's always been really. Like shit that's just been hidden in really obscure ways that require us to go into the game's code to find. Mm. That's like, and, and this is such a this is such a minuscule Easter egg. Yeah, that I don't yeah. even care. Like it doesn't it not not like I don't care how they found it. It doesn't mm. bother me at all. Not yeah. that I don't care about the Easter egg because Easter egg could be interesting, but mm-hmm. this isn't like like it's not like she cheated her way to the world's first. You know, sure. for the main Easter egg. Even though she did one time, yeah, the other one. But, but yeah, who cares? But but like for this Easter egg, you know, like it's it's so minuscule, and right. I don't think we would have found it otherwise. So I'm fine with it. Well, it doesn't see, bother me. See, that's where I'm coming, trying to come at it. That I must, I, I probably didn't come at the run raise. Just that it's such a minuscule Easter egg. It, it's it shouldn't it should be easy to get, John. This should have been something we could have found day one through something that's built into the game, and oh, that's probably. why that's why I have no issue really with this in that sense because it's just like. Who the fuck is gonna find this shit? Besides people that have to do this to to go find it. This is like it would it would have been nice if you could like see it glowing or some shit. Yeah, anything. You know? Or like it, it rings when you walk by it and you shoot it, and so then you're like, oh, maybe I'll shoot this, and you hit it with your specialist weapon, and then a drawer pops open. Exactly. Exactly. That that's what I was trying to get out of more of the design aspects, not like oh, what was the no? We, we, this has been happening forever. It'll continue to happen. We. Had, We've talked ad nauseum about legit Easter egg runs, and we haven't. I mean, we've hardly had any at this point, so it's beating a dead horse. I don't. Even, I don't even want to retread that ground. But it's a, it's a interesting to see we're still getting some Easter eggs even after the Treyarch uh, disgruntled employee ex employee really took a lot of the excitement out of the maps by giving us a whole bunch of the Easter eggs, telling us where to find them, and we basically got like six or eight of them all in two days. So that really hurt a lot of the longevity of these original maps, which is a little little bit of a shame. Do you have anything else you want to add to this? Otherwise, I'm going to move on. Uh, no, the, the drawings are interesting from a story perspective. I sure. just have a hard time placing them in a specific spot. So I, mm-hmm. it's difficult to speculate on, you know? Okay. I, I, that's something I'm, I'm looking to make a video on and probably a short five-minute video, but... Everyone keeps asking, what's wrong? There's more maps than ever. We have so much content. What are you talking about? For content creators, there isn't content for... I think that's the point right there. What's the point of speculating on stuff? Because it's just as good as fan fiction to me at this point. There's really nothing. There's nothing like there used to be to truly speculate on. That's why a lot of us have been forced to reinvent ourselves, go back, or change our ways. Because, I mean, John, what are we what are we going to say about something like this, right? We're just going to make up stuff. There's there's nothing here. That, yeah, because that's exactly it. I'm in a spot where I can tell you what I think of it, but it, but I am at that point just making up stuff. Yeah. 
there's there's and no I, and I don't and I don't like saying something that I'm not confident in, you know. Mm-hmm. In the past, we had in-game hints that we could constantly point to, and now we can't even feel confident with those, the way Treyarch approaches stuff. But say we do, and we say, screw it, we're going to, it's fine, we'll have egg on our face. Let's say the in-game hints we're going to point to, it's it's worse than last year's uh, Cypher, or three years ago Cyphers, where they're like, here's all the maps for all the rest of the DLCs. All right, so now we all know where we're going. Well, we still had a chance to speculate somehow <laughs> during that scenario. Here, it's like, we're going to Greece. What's the map going to be like? Well, now we're in fanfic mode. Like where it's it's just weird. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's odd or it's frustrating. I don't know if it's frustrating. It's just like the thing about Greece is it was it was kind of clear what the goal is in Black Ops Four. Mm-hmm. You know, go to each location and uh, not wake up the test subjects. You know, yeah. get there. We 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 quickly realized that by the time we got through the next DLC, you know, yeah, or by the time we got like second or third DLC, we figured out the pattern. This DLC, it's like, well, we're going to Delphi. And I guess we're looking for that thing. But I'm not really sure why. Yep. The you know, why like we're looking hurts. for that. We're looking for that arch that we saw in Voyage. Yep. And then that's going to somehow lead into nine. I guess they're going to find the, what, what is it called? Oracle? Yeah. Yeah. The, they're going to find that Oracle place. Yep. yep. Something like that. I don't know. It, yeah. And so it, it's. And I, I, I don't love, I don't love telling a story where I don't like, being told a story where we're, we've been given, like, if it goes X, Y, Z, we have X and we have Z, mm-hmm. I'm less interested in Y as a result, you know? Yes, yes, I feel you on that. Even though, I like, do we do we commend them on trying at least to change up the typical narrative process? I mean, we've had hundreds of years of entertainment, and then you could, wouldn't matter what you're talking about, if you want to, wherever you want to argue. But let's just say for the past, since the 1900s, the narrative structure has a very obvious way of going through a narrative. And maybe Treyarch's trying just to do something different, change up how we travel through a narrative, and it's not working out for them at the moment for some. Mm-hmm. I mean, so do you, do you commend them for at least trying something new instead of telling a story, story in order inside a video game? They're trying to do something a little different? I guess so. Yeah. I, so it doesn't lining? hurt. It, what? It's silver lining, I guess. Like, I'm just... <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's something. So should we get into the fact that we don't have a trailer for this DLC yet? Yeah, and it's supposed to be coming out tomorrow. Is the idea? Yeah, um, is that is that a, how do we know it's coming out tomorrow? Where we did that come from? Don't. Like I've I've been I've been under a rock this past weekend. I've been mm-hmm. too. I've been really this past week. I like I haven't uploaded any videos, and then the weekend my time was just eaten all up. So I've been under a rock. Where does the speculation come from that we're getting? A, we're getting DLC tomorrow. So uh, we're about, it's going to make it three weeks out from the end of the event, I believe. So it's going to be, uh, once again, our three of the Operation event. So you know how in we've had like a 90-day event in Operation Sub-Zero for Blackout. Now it's coming to an end very soon. And last time it released, it released with DLC 1. So at this point, it should be releasing with DLC 2. And so we're hoping to hear something about either Nuketown Zombies or DLC 2 Adelphi Zombies. We might be getting two maps some people have speculated on. They've made graphics for it. But there's uh, plenty of people, especially the leaker community, that says, don't get your hopes up. Not going to happen. Nothing's coming tomorrow. And it's more the same. Like, if, if there's well, really I, nothing I, tomorrow, it's like, oh, boy. I do, I do kind of trust the leaker community. Not yeah, going to lie. They're pretty spot um, on. And if it, if, if it is true that there is no map tomorrow... 
then that explains mm-hmm. why there's no DLC trailer. Mm-hmm. And I'd really hope that they'd learn their lesson from last time. So there could still be a chance we'll get a DLC trailer before the map comes out. It's just that the map's not coming out tomorrow, you know? Yes. Okay, so they're also correcting me here that supposedly tomorrow we're supposed to be getting the next operation. So they're going to reveal the next operation, and then they're hoping for yet another trailer uh, next Tuesday. But, I mean, still, I, I, it, we're close enough where they could release trailers either to any of the next Tuesdays leading up. So it's well, not I would think Tuesday. I would think that they... We, we, we don't know much about the operation, right? Uh, I don't believe so. I don't think Charlie Intel posted anything about that or anybody yeah, else. Yeah, so... Go check. Like uh, so, what was what was the name of the operation before uh, that um, that Dad and I came? Sub Zero or like, Operation Zero? It was, it was like below zero, Sub Zero, right? Yeah, it's whatever was released for the previous character. I could probably. Tell yeah, we had we had like we had we had a lot of notice before that. I feel like you know, like yep. there was like at least a week, absolute oh, a zero. Week to a couple days notice of like Operation Absolute. What was it, Absolute Zero? Absolute Zero. You know, like they told us that it was coming. Mm-hmm. They didn't say there was going to be zombies in it, but they told us it was coming. Yep. So I would think that they'd at least tell us that there's another operation coming. Right. And right. then once we have confirmation of the operation, then you could start to speculate whether or not we get a zombies map with it. That'd at least be how I'd approach it. Yes. And so the next, so tomorrow will be the start of now our our journey to getting a zombies trailer we hope the journey to getting a zombies map dropping because operation absolute zero is wrapping up there's really not that much time yet they're supposedly announcing it tomorrow probably in a blog post from some underpaid Treyarch employee and then we will end up getting uh tons of fans upset that they didn't get a trailer or any zombie confirmation and this will continue up until it drops i'm hoping they do do some sort of promotion for call duty zombies man there's got to be something here. They have a new budget, I hope, for quarter one. This is rough. I yeah, mean, it just it it seems like we'll probably I, I just can't imagine they wouldn't release a zombies trailer. You'd have mm-hmm. to think we'd get one. Mm-hmm. Did they ever release like an, a, a Dead of the Night trailer after the fact? I think they did, right? On the day, but remember it's like 20 seconds and it's part of the whole full trailer. There's never no music yeah. trailer, so mm-hmm. I mean, that was also how old DLCs were revealed, too, where it was like we'd get like a minute of a five-minute trailer, you know? That Yeah, that was part of it, but music trailers also did come out uh, for a while, and then they stopped with Kino, and they picked mm-hmm. up again with uh, Call of the Dead, and then it's been pretty consistent since with music trailers. Yeah, you're right. We'd usually get something, and it would show off like some of the areas and a couple of the new features. Mm-hmm. We, but we normally get two, to your point. So you're, you're not incorrect there because normally we would get the trailer that shows a little bit and we and then we want to make a video being like oh look at this shit and then the real big trailer comes out and a that'd be, while yeah later. that'd be the first one that'd be the one that yes. give us the name of the map and maybe like one feature and yep. there'd be like there'd be like a shot of a developer's monitor yep 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 and then maybe like and then like a shot of like treyarch studios and jason's there talking about like you know he's he's in like a room talking in an abstract sense mm-hmm uh, he'd be like, yeah, I'm a sucker for medieval castles. Exactly. And then we'd get our shit. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, next that zombie map. Yep. So p- potentially the next zombie map that flows well into this conversation is going to be a part of the next blackout location. So this was tweeted out by Call of Duty. I'll read this on screen as well. I'll try and make it full screen for everybody watching. And it's a six-second video showing a big X down here. The That would be the southwest, southeast, excuse me part of the map here and that's near the asylum in black actually asylum's way up here 
that's the um, turbine. So this is near the factory portion. Uh, is this a playable area typically in Blackout? Now that I'm looking at this, I, I don't think it normally is. It might be an expansion deeper to the mountains, or it's just one of those more wide open areas. Because I know, yeah, turbines here, and you go over the bridge, and factories Wait, here. Explain this to me again. This is allegedly our next zombie area, or this is our next zombies map? Area, and some people are trying oh, okay. to make the connection that this new map is going to be similar, the assets used into it for the next zombie map that's going to be released. So there's a lot of angles here. There's a lot of angles trying to figure out when the next zombie map is coming. I've heard it speculated that this relates to Buried. Where does that speculation come from? Now, that also came from a Queen video and a couple other individuals point out assets showing up in Blackout that this would end up becoming... Uh, it showed assets reused from the original Buried map. And it's a stretch. Some of them really aren't that close, but it's something to potentially look forward to, especially because we've seen... Aspects of buried already implemented in blackout. Well, people have people gone in and referenced all the little red X's. Uh, I imagine they must have because I, you know what? Yeah. What would be all the red X's there? That's a fascinating point. Cause I wonder if maybe each one of them is like little like zombie locations, like miniature ones. Like, you know how sometimes they'll just throw in small little zombies assets, whether it be like a perk poster or, um, the diner, you know? Interesting. Probably not, because I don't think there's that many zombie areas. There is not. That's why this has definitely changed up what I was thinking. And stuff, there's also way up in the mountains. I know that's not a playable area up in the uh, northeast. Oh, that, that, that cluster in the yeah, top right. what is that about? I wonder. Mm -hmm. Well, now this, see, I feel completely see, out of my knowledge on this one, so do you I see the coffee? Do you see the coffee stain? Yeah, I do. I do. Is that little thing under the coffee stain that looks like a boat? Yeah, that's hijacked. That's what I thought. Has Hijacked always been there? Uh, that happened uh, at Operation Absolute Zero. They added Hijacked. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, I didn't realize they added Hijacked. Yep, no worries. Mm -hmm. Is that playable? Can you get there? Yeah, 100%. You yep, you just fly. It's there. You can swim to it. You can fly to it. Yeah. Ah. Oh, that's cool. They added Hijacked. Yeah, it was I a lot of fun. Uh, so, sure. There we go. It seems kind of isolated. What would be the point of going that far out? Uh, there's a lot of nice stuff on the ship. And sometimes it ends over there, and it's also sort of like a Thunderdome. It's like firing range where everybody goes there to get murdered. A lot of people go mm -hmm. there. So, yeah, that's no, been a lot of fun. Uh, oh, here we go. Here's a nice, maybe here's a good summary here of what we can expect in the next operation for Black Ops 4. Uh, this year's Call of Duty, this is a Charlie Intel article written by uh, Jeffrey Mazairi. Oh, man, I butchered that. I'm, I'm always terrible with names, so I apologize to the author. I'm, I fight Jeffrey. Um, this year's Call of Duty is doing content drops a little differently. Rather than having four DLC packs released over the course of a year, Treyarch is releasing maps in smaller, more frequent content drops in the Black Ops Pass. Uh, alongside the paid content is the new operating operation system, which offers free cosmetics. Da, 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 da. As of now, it's received two operations, First Strike and Absolute Zero. While the op first operation didn't overhaul too much, the second added a new specialist and multiplayer to multiplayer and new vehicles to blackout. So there's going to be a new blackout area added. The current operation ends in eight days. The next operation is on the horizon. So here's what's probably coming: a new area. Okay, that's great. Uh, new weapon balancing, not shocking. Apparently, more zombie modes, but that's in relation to 115 day, as he's arguing here that they keep saying there's going to be more things added. Uh, by the time February 19th rolls around, this would provide more stat tracking. So we might get our new stat tracking for zombie fans. 
inside the next one. Um, okay, and one of the new gauntlets for the Ether maps should be expected in late February, so that might be coming sooner than we think as well. The operation mm-hmm. uh, is not... So it's going to be interesting to see how it comes, especially if they give another free-to-play uh, weekend with the new operation. I'd still be curious to see how this evolves, especially with the new competition in Battle Royale of Apex Legends, something that is taking the YouTube content creation and Twitch streaming world by storm with over a million players and two days of launching. These are the people who created this new Battle Royale game that everyone's giving so much praise to is the people that created Modern Warfare 2, left to create Respawn Entertainment, and then made Titanfall 1 and 2. They have, they're the creators of this. Only problem is it's owned by EA. So, so is Titanfall dead? I don't know if it's dead. It's just this was something. Actually, no, they said t- this didn't take away uh, resources from Titanfall. I'm almost certain that's oh, something that's they good. talked about. Because I'm hoping Titanfall 3 redeems the franchise. There's another tweet, apparently. There's a Treyarch tweet. Fantastic. Well, let's let's go check out the t- Treyarch tweet as well. Look at this. Treyarch just dropped the tweet. They did one minute ago. Wow. Watch it be something wow. really detailed and really revealing. Like, hey, just no. want to announce that our new map, Delphi, <laughs> yeah. these X new features. <laughs> also, expect this cool new thing coming to zombies tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, by the way, here's a trailer for each subsequent DLC. Oh, man. Well, thank you for bringing this up on the show. Perfect timing. Uh, coming this week, Valentine's Quad Feed Weekend. Oh, boy, for all the lonely singles out there. Or maybe not. Maybe you're not lonely. But maybe it's a choice. Maybe it's you. a couple that likes to play Call of Duty. Together. Also, oh, yeah, it works, too. Here we are. Celebrate Valentine's Day with Quad Feed. So starting the 14th, double XP, weapon, multiplayer, zombies, merits, and blackout, uh, plasma through the 19th. Oh, that's nice. Five days of double XP. I could probably go up another prestige if I cared to. I might. Uh, arms race, team death match. A new mode. Introducing a Noom's arm race TDM playlist. Cool. That's awesome. Where every EKIA earns you 150 points instead of the standard 100. Okay. Fun ways to level up. Close quarters frenzy blackout. Ooh. This will be fun to play. Close quarters returns. Survived uh, to the end using SMG shotguns, pistols, launchers, and Bowie knives only. Outrunning the even faster collapse. Those are really fun. I hope those modes get out. Ap- added to the custom games they really need to expand on their blackout custom game modes they're fantastic and i'm really hopeful for uh more content to blackout because that's the strongest portion of the game that sounds like a lot of fun uh, no news on zombies which uh, who who even cares plus more i guess they're How never could you say there's no new zombies no new zombies news and we're getting times two nebulium read come on uh-huh yep how could i say that but here, wait a minute, on the tweet, it also says plus more, which is like, I mean, last is that time zombies? They said, last time they said plus more, we got a whole new map. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I love I love their marketing sometimes. It's like new Nebulium, oh, here we new go. death match, new close quarters, and more. Come, What's that and more? By the way, a whole new fucking map. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Now click on their, their Twitter uh, profile page. They changed the banner and their emblem. So this is probably the next operation. It looks like yep. something right out of World War II. I got to be honest with you, John. Uh, I'm it starting to kind of look like World War II zombies a little. Yeah, what do they call the squads in that? The you would division. It looks like a division emblem, 100%. So, uh, it looks like a wolf. I got to be honest with you. Um, Exo Zombies, I, I, this is, again, a little nitpick that I'm 
I just came across again. ExoZombies introduced that lo- like selection screen where it's this slow turning of uh, the zombies in the background. Do you remember this? Like when you're on the loading screens? I think so, yeah. yeah. Well, that carried on into World War II, which is the same thing where you just have these still images with the camera rotating around zombies, which then rotate it into uh, Black Ops 4. And it, it just doesn't feel original at this point because we've already I had. Always, I always, I always felt like it, it was best described as bullet time. Bullet time. How, how, what do you mean by that? Bullet time is is a word used to describe an effect where in a movie somebody shoots like a bullet. Yes, I'm with you now. Yep. And the camera kind of follows the bullet or the yes. scene around the bullet, and it's in like super slow mo. Yes. You know. So it, it's. Because you know how a bullet moves so quickly that you can't see it. Hundred percent, yes. Well, now it's like the, the the focal point is the bullet, and you're in slow motion so that you see it move across the frame, which makes everything else either feel still or have like abysmally slow motion. Um, mm-hmm. That's kind of what World War Two did. I felt, or not World War Two, EXO uh, did. Yep, EXO. Like and then World War Two did it, it again, it, it, and then even Trey. Was a way to make freeze frames more dynamic. Yes, exactly. You know, rather than a still image, you had a you. You had a scene. It was like you had paused and moved through that scene, which is cool. And that gets back to what I was trying to point out about the uh, the logo here for the next operation is it doesn't feel new because other developers. I mean, it's it's so it's what sixteen different games. How many times can you rework the same ideas? I just feel frustrated even for them. It's just like this just seems like I've gotten this before. And the loading screen seems like I've already gotten a zombies loading screen just like they gave me in Black Ops Four. And it's just all these little things that seem to just chip away at it. Anyway, but the banner up top, I, I'm curious about, is that the new area? Is that what they're teasing? Is this new thing they're putting in there? I'll get the JC's it like a, comment. It, it looks like a hatch in the ground. Yeah, like maybe go cover. underneath, maybe. Maybe you lift that hatch and suddenly you're in an underground buried town. Ooh, maybe that's where all the buried connections are coming. Where I, could that idea come from? I'd like to point out and congratulate JC. I don't know if he was around for last week because I've heard his absolute success on Twitch, which I I applaud and adore. Uh, he's over. He's on a road to fifteen hundred supporters, subscribers on Twitch streams already after mo- making the move over there. Uh, but he's bringing up Apex Legends on day one. Post a content schedule for the rest of the year. Can you imagine? I mean, the communications like plus more. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen to the zombies? And before we get too far from that. I, I just wanted to say, like, seeing all the creators, like even Noah, he's branched out. You see him, and he said this as well. Everyone now going to do their own things. Queen's even doing Apex uh, Legends content as well. And it's definitely adapt or die. Because Zombies is really, man, I just can't, I can't believe how we keep asking. It's like the Super Bowl, right? There's a petition to have the SpongeBob thing play during the Super Bowl, you had over, I think, 1.4 million people saying, we want this. We will Fuck watch that. you. That sucked. That sucked. Exactly. They did it wrong. They did it completely wrong. They didn't, they didn't, I would have rather them not do it. Than yes, do what than they what they did. did, 100%. And people were like, how do you... They literally told you what they wanted, and you still managed to mess it up. And this is, I it's, feel uh, like. Have you, seen, have you seen the Gus Johnson? Yes, video? that's exactly what I was referencing. So easy. Yes. And we're going to make so much money. Think about the money. Yes. And they're like, well, wait, what if we don't do it? Oh my God. And that's kind of what the content schedule, I think, JC's trying to get at here. And I, and I want to applaud all of our peers that are able to adapt, do other things, like JC's personality, Noah's personality. They're shining through, they're going and doing other things. And, 
I think that's a good thing, John. I think that's good for the zombie community because I'm a grouch about Black Ops. We 4. ask for new maps. Instead, we get sicko mode. What's sicko mode? Sicko mode was the song that they cut to instead of Sweet Victory. Oh, now that was yep. that's the name of the song, Sicko Mode. We Terrible. wanted we want new maps that give us Sicko Mode. Hundred percent. That's a, I'm I'm behind saying this all the time now. Every time we want something, we got Sicko Mode instead. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, look at yeah, all these people the like Apex Legends. I only got in one game yet, and I I need to play it. I need to play more with people in the team. I'm do really I gotta excited. buy? Do I gotta buy no, Apex Legends? No, free to play. Free to play, John. You can play it as soon as this call's over. You can load can it up and screw around. Can I play it on my Switch? I don't think. Oh, it's on all platforms. I don't know if it's on the Switch, though. It's on Xbox, PS4, and if PC for sure. it's not on sure. the Switch, then it's not on all platforms. Well, here we go. Let's see here. Big moment of truth. Lex is doing it. What is Lex even doing? Oh, I don't, I, I don't know. Well, he's trying to figure his way out. You know, And Lex is personality-driven anyway. He was before all of us. I'm literally going I to make so. things people say on it... Apex. Yeah, see? Yep. Uh, it's on Switch. I don't know. Top says thing says when is Apex Legend coming to Switch? Um, mm-hmm. Another one says Apex Legend Switch release date. So oh, cool! It's so it's coming. With... There you go. So it's gonna okay. be on all platforms, and that's just it. Like, look at JC's doing his things people say series on uh, Apex Legends, and that goes back to the point of what what do we talk about for content creators? Black Ops Four Zombie. It's the players' game. It's not a content creator game. Despite, I swear, fundamentally, when they even released it to us. It sounded like they were making it for content creators. Like it sounded like this game was made for mutations and playing this game over and over again, replayability and making all kinds of new secrets. And it's like it totally didn't work. Oof. Noah's look at Noah's here with the pros yeah, test. I've heard that, that too. Look at the big guys coming in, making their voices heard on our silly little show. <laughs> I still don't know what JC says because he's I, I I still blocked him and don't know how to unblock him. You are the I worst person. I just want you to know that. Just I've tried unblocking. Did you go to his JC. channel and go like and see go about section? I, I you go to the flag. JC backfires YouTube channel. Yes, right go now. ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And you go and you go to the about and you go to the flag and then you go unhide user or unblock user or whatever it is. I go, I, I'm at about. Yeah, I'm clicking on the flag. Yeah, I have the options: block user, report channel art, report channel icon, report user. What did you do, John? I don't know. You you found a YouTube bug, is what I'm hearing right now. I, I JC is perpetually blocked on my channel, and I don't know how to fix it. Wow. Did wait a minute? Did he block you? What if that's the truth? If he blocked me back. Wait a minute. Maybe oh JC blocked Johnny J. Oh, the turn tables as the office would say anyway if, um if so that would hurt that'd be great that would be hilarious that would be awesome if you just been driving you crazy all these weeks as you've been oh, trying to unblock no him. i definitely blocked jc like i know for a i fact know you did. I hit the button but, maybe but i don't he, know how to undo what i did but maybe he blocked you back and that way this is even better unintentionally driving you nuts i love it i love this that development might be. this is this has more drama than the ether storyline i love this right now um, Noah is saying if he launched with DLC 2 without a trailer, I'm not playing it. And I've actually saw that as well somewhere else, either on Twitter or the old Reddit. So I don't know. One of the two. I just think he I'm didn't block so. John. Darn. Oh, I'm so excited. That would have been great. What did he say? I was hoping he blocked you. He didn't block you. That would have been great. I, I'm, I'm looking around. I really don't know. I'm in the community section, community yeah. settings again. I look at my list of hidden users and I don't see him there. Mm-hmm. So I really have no idea what I did or what list he's on. Um, I legitimately don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, 
Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, in the way that uh, life is hilarious, fantastic. So I'm very curious how Apex Legends is going to take off too. I'm actually, is there a part of you like that doesn't like wants to see if this is the next Fortnite? Like, and but how many people keep saying that, right? Keep no, always looking for the next Fortnite. Like I, I, I'm not interested in the next Fortnite necessarily. Right. Um, I'm not interested in the next Fortnite because I, I don't think it's worth going head to head with Fortnite. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like Blackout has carved its own niche separate yep. from Fortnite. You know. Mm-hmm. And I think Apex should do that too. And I honestly don't know enough about Apex to say whether or not it did. Mm-hmm. But I think you're making a mistake if you try to basically just make the next Fortnite. Yes, because you I know, agree. think about every every game that was like the next Call of Duty. Yes, you know. Yes, they bomb. And what was and what was the next Call of Duty? It was Fortnite, mm-hmm. which was completely and structurally different from how Call of Duty was set up. Yeah. Know? Okay. Like so, Battlefield was never the next Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Homefront. Oh, what are what are what are other uh, potential Call of Titanfall was never the next Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Um, what are other shooter franchises? Tons, that, John. They're, they're just, it's just there's a whole bo- there's a whole pile. You can make a little like, image, yeah, a you political cartoon of all the of bodies like, that COD is still on top of. And 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 I swear the same thing will happen to Fortnite, where mm-hmm. you know every every studio and every publisher wants to have their own battle royale that'll be their attempt to uh, dethrone Fortnite. Ooh, and hey. some of them might be successful in carving mm-hmm. out their own niche. But that's why they're successful, but because they carved their own niche, not because they tried to be Fortnite. Exactly. So I, someone plus Johnny, what a wonderful name, uh, says eight suggests Apex is basically Overwatch battle royale, which is great, which is awesome. Like I, that's definitely the vibe I was getting is that you're you're picking these different roles to play inside a battle royale. I was listening to Freddie W and Corbin Corbin Digital, I believe is their name. Are you familiar? I mean, they were huge back in the day. They still yeah, are giant channels. Okay. For anybody that doesn't know, they're incredible special effects guys that dominated the YouTube game back in the day. Now they're trying to really get into break into Hollywood. And they actually have a, a podcast recently that was released. And they were talking about the value of Battle Royales taking off is like a Call of Duty. There really was no uh, weight to death. And Battle Royales brought a weight because you only had one life and you're going against all these different people. And that fundamentally changed how multiplayer games were going, like the Battlefields, like the Call of Duties. It was all something what we about, really what about had search and destroy. Sure, but, I mean, you had another round, right? And you you paid best of four, best of seven. Four, out, four wins would get you the win, yeah. right? So it's, it mm-hmm. still was fundamentally the idea of, like, there really isn't any consequence to death. This was their suggestion, anyway, during the podcast. And I thought that was a really interesting perspective to say that Battle Royale was so attractive to so many and took off because it did change how you approach multiplayer games, giving you a, a more value to a single life you have in a game than you were typically used to in the industry. And it doesn't have to be a radical change. It just was enough to be different enough to have PUBG take off. Or what was it? DayZ was another one of those games. They really Where DayZ was about of extreme because you start up from square zero when you die in that. You lose everything. Where mm-hmm. Fortnite seemed to find that that balance really well that helped it take off. So, and there's going to be something next. Like we, we, the Call of Duty era is definitely, uh, I, I don't know, behind us per se, but it's not popular. It's not the golden child anymore. It's clearly battle royales are the golden child right now, and then that will change into whatever the next era is in gaming. And I find that really interesting to see where this is going to develop. Uh, JC wants to add that Apex is not Fortnite, but is but it absolutely highlights Blackout's problems with no content. 
game has been out for four months and they're only the only thing we got was a damn boat and a bowie knife um i mean i've had fun with blackout even still every day i sort of log in to do have some fun with it but uh yeah if, you, if you're looking for that formula that Fortnite had with updates and that formula that i, I don't know with apex uh, i have to play it more I'm, I'm i will be playing apex just to get a better uh, opinion about it so we can actually talk fluently because there's so many people that are saying that this is the next thing and this will be interesting to see how it shapes our industry on YouTube. All right. Oh my God, it's, it's gotten even worse. Has it? So so every time I log on to your chat, yes. it tells me that there is somebody who I blocked who is a moderator and then yes. I can click the find out more button. Yes. So I click the find out more button and then it gives me three things. It says hover over the mouse of a user if you want to block them click the tap the three dot menu select block mm-hmm. to unblock the user go to my account.google slash block list so i go there yes no users currently blocked you definitely have a glitch <laughs> and something because of moderators you must have something so specific that it's never like it's just something that's not a typical bug that happens on youtube yeah brutal brutal I fucked up yep well, that's what we learned at the end of the day. I think I think the solution is to just make a new channel. There it is. Yes. All right. Perfect. I'm on board with this. Or to view my chats. Uh, Rita, I'd love to talk to you about Apex and the amazing things. Hey, sure. Uh, if you ever have an opportunity and you want need someone to play with, hit me up, JC, and I'll try and learn Apex because I, I am very interested in this one because I like the team-oriented aspect because that was one of the most fun I had with Noah, Milo, and Lex when we were playing was feeding the sniper rifle to Noah driving him around and still getting the assault rifles and being sort of like a uh, a meat shield <laughs> for the guys to make the really big shots to help win the, the games. Like, this is a repeat of a couple episodes, but whenever I play four players, like, I'm pretty sure we, yeah, we get a victory royale because I love the teamwork aspects. And that's what I liked more about uh, Fortnite or seeing some of the other games, like a, a PUBG. The teamwork didn't really jump out to me like an Overwatch game does, but that's not a battle royale. So it sounds alluring. Sounds alluring. All right. Cool. Mm-hmm. We'll find should more we get out into about the, that. Uh, yes. Patron topics? I believe we should. I think we hit everything we really wanted to. Apparently, there's another Charlie Intel tweet they're ta- telling me to go check out. So I'll do that while we're uh, you're getting up to topics. Yeah. So you went ahead and stole my thunder. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. I went to go ask for topics, and I saw you already did it. Yes. No. Then I'm not um, sorry. <laughs> but so we got one from Magna Collider 15 Kyle, who was on the show last week. Said at work, so I want to post mine now before I forget John. Mm-hmm. I thought John, you were going to explain and break down the Zombie Chronicles timeline to the crowd yesterday. LOL. But my question is I always wonder why back in episode 54, why you guys never showed your faces on the show. Was it just the technical limitations at the time? And I missed Matt and the campfire chats. Will Matt ever have a guest appearance on the show again someday? Hey. Uh, absolutely. I'm he's sure already been on, on the show again since he left yeah, his yeah, co-host. Since, since, like, since Matt's departure, he's been on the show, I think, a couple of times at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I don't see why we wouldn't ever have him on again. Well, um, I'm almost guaranteed. I'm going to be uh, commentating with Matt for the ZWL stuff, and that's coming up soon. Uh, there's a couple dates. I just don't. I don't know what's announced, so I don't want to spoil anything. But yeah. uh, that would be funny though if I gave my TED talk on the zombie story. That would be good. That would be really that would good. Because you know, in theory, I could go up there and just totally derail it. You're right, <laughs> but they'd probably like if- cut, and people would be like, "What." Shit, I'm sure they would try and get you off the stage. Like, Wait a minute. He said none of this at the dress <laughs> rehearsal yesterday. Um, uh, uh he, so he's referencing episode 54. 
we didn't show our face. Do you know what episode 54 even was? I mean, back in the day, it's I like think we, we literally just like the way we would make the podcast. show is that we would record it like a podcast. We weren't yeah. even doing live shows, I think. And we just put gameplay over. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. It was not live. Okay. You're 100% right. And, and it wasn't the limitations of the technology because we could have easily we jumped it to a differently. Skype call. Yeah. It, yeah, we just because because for the longest, which episode? I want to see what episode Yeah, I'm going to get the, the playlist up here. For all those watching at home. Uh, we just not. didn't do it. Um, it was it was once we made the jump to live that we uh, yeah oh, this was uh, this was our first live episode I think. Oh, there we go, there we go. So it was probably because of just when we tried to go live for the first time, it was probably unstable as shit. So we were just trying to. Oh uh, no, it out. there were. You know, I don't know. This definitely wasn't our first live show. Was it? Um, and this show also has webcams, so I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know what you're talking about, Kyle. Well, what a waste of our time. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Look at that. Oh, God, look at that. Even, even episode 53 was when we were at COD XP, and that definitely had webcams. Yeah, it was us. It was just us. Oh, my God, look at us. So, Kyle, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> How dare you? Jesus Christ. God, I hate myself. No, I, I, I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe, maybe you made a typo, because there definitely was a time when we didn't have any webcams. Yeah, oh, my it God. It was just audio. Stuff. Look at it. But uh, it might be a it couple. Was never back. a technical limitation. It was just how we approached the show. Yeah. And it, it needed, uh, did that Charlie Intel tweet have any uh, relevance? No, I just recycled the same stuff. That we okay. Learned. As far as, as I know, we can... uh, hope for DLC too. Give me something <laughs> positive. Read. Come on, come on. Mm. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Well, mm. positive, positive. Think positive. positive. What would if there? What if if this was in DLC two? This. Let's treat this like Jeopardy. This thing will make you excited if in DLC 2. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, an unlockable area where after doing the Easter egg, you have a choice to go into this place and play more. Interesting. Uh, so you did it kind, wrong, kind of like, I know, I know. What is? <laughs> what is an unlockable area? <laughs> yes. Like something like, like the Elephant Arena is awesome. So something that we might have a chance to, and maybe even is its own little map, and we get a little rush mode in there or something like repurpose. That's too much. I know that's already too much, but I'm just hoping for little, little. I love this idea of unlocking stuff, being rewarded for your Easter eggs, and don't end the fucking game. Give us a reward for the next Easter egg, because it's getting bad. No nope, uh, positive, positive. After having, after having played uh, a bit of Breath of the Wild, yeah, um, I'm gonna say, what is a scavenger type? mentality in mm, the game yes yes all right. so we're in delphi which is a bunch of ancient ruins okay perhaps right. we can pick up stuff that is left behind and use them in battle which i know is not that different from finding parts on the map but perhaps like different zombies have different items on them mm -hmm. and then they can give me temporary boosts or temporary effects to my weapons that's what i thought of right there i like um, i like just, just having played a bit of breath of the wild which is all about scavenging yep um great game uh, Vegan Lizard King says, "Do you think the end of the Ether story is going to be rushed? Assuming it will end with DLC four. I don't it, think rushed is the right word because I think they've been planning this long enough that mm -hmm. it's not rushed. You know, like they've because they they they, they probably planned this ending out back around the time of Zetsubo. So uh, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if they planned this ending during Black Ops three. Yeah, so I think they gave themselves do. exactly enough maps. The only I think they gave themselves enough maps. I think we made." 
feel like it's rushed. I think, I mean, I interviewed Jason and we talked about like introducing Dr. Mondi and it's like, well, we want to tell a story with, uh, with talk, but we didn't have room. And then go rod. We just kind of, but we had to set up revelation. So it, he just had to come and go rod. And it's like, but you have this. I'll, I'll give I'll give you I'll give you that where um it's gonna maybe feed. Monty maybe Monty was rushed, but I don't know if Mon- if I consider Monty the ending. Yeah. You know? Well, that's just it. Like, I wouldn't define that as the ending, but I I do think there are so many loose ends in this story that it might feel rushed because maybe half of them are still left loose. You know. Yeah. I, there's definitely gonna be ambiguity ambiguity to the end of the zombie storyline. I'd be shocked. I wouldn't I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to have like a map that wraps up the story. And then another map that wraps up all the loose ends. You yeah. Know? yeah, I'd rather I'd rather have a map that ends the story and tries to do as many loose ends within reason than to just have a filler map solely for loose ends. I, I just I think my expectations are, ne- are just going to always be too high for whatever the ending is going to be. It's been ten plus years of this game. It's just like I just don't know how they're going to do it, especially how they've they've changed the the bad guy to Doctor Monty with with a few maps left. If they go another game, then it's a different story. Which mm-hmm. might be, uh, might happen, which would be just mind numbing in my head. <laughs> anyway, so yes, Doctor Doctor Monty asked, "Where can where can uh, they watch my TED talk? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not online at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know when it will be online. Fair enough. But once it is, I'll make that very uh, available. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he also asks, "What's one thing you'd want decanonized?" And I think I already know the answer from me. Yeah, I think I already know what your answer. Like, are we gonna are we restarting? Is that the answer you're thinking about? Like, that's a we... problem because I know you're gonna you're How gonna go back? so far. Decanonize? Are you? Uh, I'm gonna skip that question. Though. <laughs> well, no, no. Let's just say uh, two limits, right? The obvious answer is moon, right? Is that what you're thinking? No. All right. How about this? You can decanonize something, but it doesn't totally for you can't rewrite the story. All right. So we're not rewriting the story. Where we're decanonizing stuff, which I know is I know is an oxymoron. Yeah, um, it's fine, but like. It's it's got to be like Shadow Man works better than Monty at this point. Let's do this. Let's do this. Decanonize something in Black Ops Four. Oh, you know, premise because, leaving. Hundred percent. Premise because leaving. Because you can blood. De- because you can decanonize it, and then it um and then it's still you know it's still a lo- like an open book. You know. Sure, I I would definitely decanonize premise leaving blood because th- I think their story's done. I don't really want more premise, but. We got more premise, and I know people love premise, and they can. We've already argued for months. Just quick, quickly. That's I'm, the thing I'd jump to. Not a uh, not a patron topic, but a mm-hmm. uh, quick shout out to my cousin Kevin in the hey, chat. Uh, hey, Kevin. Saw, he left a shout out in a comment. Uh, no. What would I decanonize from yep. Black Ops Four though? Um. Yeah. Ah shucks. Um, shucks. Good golly I was, gosh. I, I was at first gonna say I think I decanonized the the you know what you know what I decanonized the round one fifteen trigger. Or yeah, that's a good one. Yep. I, I decanonized the round one fifteen trigger, and I think what I'd rather is that uh the crew within five um accidentally trigger something that allows for Primus to get to the thing. Like I don't want them to purposefully do it, but I'm okay yeah. with them accidentally doing it. Just there it is again. Just the classified's meaningless. Why are we even mm-hmm. there? Doesn't even matter. The real thing's happening somewhere else. Didn't even need to play it. Okay. Uh, any uh, more before I get into donors? Yeah. Portugal the Mark asked. Uh, this is a uh, question for John, as Reed is not interested. Uh, where do you see uh, Munch and Gladback 
will finish this season. I'm hoping for second would settle for third. Uh, we need to get Johnson involved a little bit more. Uh, BMG will finish third. I don't see them beating. I mean, right now, Dortmund and Bayern are like, that race is getting a little too close for comfort. Uh, Bayern re or Dortmund really dropped the ball this week. Uh, BMG, though, I just don't see them catching either of them. Uh, Reed, do you have any topics on that? Do you have, or do you have any uh, any Did comments you, on that? Was th those were a lot of words that didn't mean anything to me. Do you have Do you have any any opinions on Borussia Mönchengladbach? That's a nice name. Uh, do you have any opinions on Borussia Dortmund? That sounds like a similar name. Uh, they both start with the same <laughs> word. Uh, how, about, how about Bayern Munich? Munich? Kind of reminds me of something German. Uh, it is German. Uh, Dr. Monty, NFL question for John. <laughs> <laughs> These just happen to follow after each other. Uh, uh, what are the chances of the Dolphins winning a Super Bowl? Eventually, it'll happen again. Come on. Uh, yeah, well, that's that's Eventually. the way you phrase winning a Super Bowl. They've already won some. I'll give you I'll give you a hundred percent chance of eventually winning another Super Bowl. Uh huh. Zero percent chance of next year winning a Super. Bowl. That's 17 uh, big Sesty says, says, though, there's no chance. <laughs> uh, and then Chuck B says, yeah, it's a pretty low doc. Oh, yeah. Patriots won. We didn't even address that or give our predictions last time. But yeah, Patriots I don't think we even game. referenced. The Super no, Bowl. we didn't. I, I was I meant to. But because of the technical issues, I totally forgot. Yeah, about we got it. we got caught up in the tech issues last week. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Big Zesty asked about Apex Legends and whether or not we're buying into the hype. Uh, I, I don't know about buying. You definitely are. I need to do more research, yeah, research. into it. I think for all the stuff I'm seeing, there's a lot of excitement and hype around it. Buying in, I, I need to formulate an opinion. I got to play it more. I, I, I'm interested, right? Is that buying into the hype and being interested and wanting to know more? No. So, all right. So yeah, that's where I'm at right now. When I come on the podcast like I did after Classified and the first time I played it and told all kinds of sweet nothings to John, but just mm -hmm. repurposed as Apex Legends, then we can we can talk about buying into the hype. Uh, Chuck B31 says, uh, question about the TED Talk. Did Reed bring slash use an air horn in the audience? 100%. Uh, Reed was not in the audience. He's a liar. Although, Definitely was although, there. I, I had a funny I had a funny conversation with one of my friends who was in the audience, mm -hmm. and he was like, yeah, I, I went to go take a picture of you and accidentally had my flash on. Oh, jeez. And I didn't even, and I'm like, I'm like, it's all right, man. I didn't even notice. The lights were so bright up on that stage mm -hmm. that I literally couldn't see anyone. Nice. Like, I knew I had friends and, and, and stuff in the audience, and I, I looked for them, and I couldn't find them. I legitimately could maybe only see the first one. It's very bright on stage. Makes sense. It helps, uh, though, with nerves if you literally can't see anybody. Yeah, well, you know, it, it felt pretty much just like the dress rehearsal because, like, it almost seemed like, minus audience reaction, it seemed like yeah. nobody was there, just from what you'd see. That's pretty cool. Uh, uh, Z Coco says, do either of you play Pokemon growing up or still play it? Uh, mm -hmm. If so, favorite generation? Uh, I started playing around uh, Gen 3, I think. Which owns Emerald. I think Emerald was my first one. Um, apparently, the one coming to the Switch is going to be really impressive. Yeah, and, it's, and if it's good, I might pick it up and potentially get back into the series. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, have you ever got? You ever got into Pokemon? Read? I watched the movies. I watched the TV show. Never played the card game. That was my sister. I played Yu-Gi-Oh uh, and currently play Magic. Uh, very with friends. I never did any competition stuff. So when I was younger, I did do Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments. But Pokemon wise, I think they're cute. First generations, the things I like. Some of the God Pokemon are neat. Uh, 
to each your own though. Uh, it's cool. If it makes you happy, I think Pokemon's uh, one of the nicer things out there to, to like. One of the better things to like. Okay, Vamex says, and this Ooh, one might Vamex. go down a rabbit hole, so we'll see about this one. He says, oh, I was boy. playing the Chinese free-to-play COD online game the other day. I don't believe him. Yeah. <laughs> I said we're going down a rabbit hole on this one. Oh, boy. Okay, it's, go it's, ahead. It's, 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 it's a book. Sorry about I fun. found it really interesting yeah. how you have your own unique character that yeah. you get to take into its cyborg zombies mode. Yeah. I was thinking about, yeah. instead of just a set of four characters, letting us make our own and put them uh, into situations and maps doing challenges or spending nebulium plasma on cosmetics maybe and if you could make your own character and customize them and how it want to feel i'd have a much more incentive to do callings and challenges and earn those items rather than unpowered elixirs mm-hmm. i mean making your own avatar and zombies i think would be fun mm-hmm. um and they had they, they did a lot of that back in like advanced warfare remember advanced warfare really let you customize your guy yeah some yeah. of you got like real funky yeah it's, it's, um and they did that in other call of duties but i feel like advanced warfare was the one that really owned it yeah. you know yep yep i'm with you yep but that makes that makes telling a story tough if everybody's a different character mm-hmm. you know i i would offer that i think that's for the type of player he sounds like uh, perfect for him and something i think a lot of people would like i mean people now have come around to the teeth idea from uh extinction which is unbelievable to me because people were like this is ridiculous it takes too long to grind for teeth and now people are like what a beautiful brilliant system i come to zombies for that storytelling that started in uh, verrucked chinonuma and Doris. the farther we get away from that narrative the less i like the story and i think that's how i ended up where i am but part of the reasons i've ended up where i am in black ops 4 because it's so far gone from that story, and when you get into the customization, it just doesn't feel like it's the same game, the same storytelling process. It's almost like playing The Last of Us, and halfway through, they've fundamentally changed the protagonist of the, of the story. And you're like, well, hey, what the fuck am I doing? But obviously, that's not that's Apple to Origin comparison ones, a third-person, single-player game, uh, can whatever, just for the sake of talking. Single-player story mode versus zombies, which is a very different story mode so it's, it's just something i wouldn't enjoy being able to customize our characters in that sense and having because like like you said now we're getting into i'd say world war ii area where we just unlock these nameless characters that do actually relate in the end of the story but now these maps aren't canonized and then you're trying oh, they weren't really there but we're allowing players to play as people which i think is cool and all but I, it's not why i personally play zombies I, I play zombies to be like oh you know i want to know what happened to ultimus I want to know what happened to them and their crew and see how their journey develops, how they go yeah, from think, being brainwashed to unbrainwashed to messing up the world to saving the world. That's what I'm interested in. And I think it's going to vary from player to player because some people yeah. just being able to being able to just pick your character would be enough, you know, of the four on offer. Some people, though, they want the full customization. Some people, I think, yeah. who would be more like a purist yeah. wouldn't want anything different. Yeah. But that's not um, saying I don't want the game to evolve. It's just like, but when you get so customizable, then it's just like, well, my I like I'm a story guy. So at its core, it's like I'm just playing, you know, Call of Duty multiplayer now, or I'm just playing a yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, one unknown player says, oh, uh, "I have a generic question, but what loose end do you want tied?" <laughs> I think. So I guess going back into our loose ends discussion, uh, which loose end? Just, just uh, loose end. How to end zombies. How to how to stop how to stop the one one five outbreaks? Just fucking wrap it up. No more ether. Just they win. 
That's the one I really want. Win or lose. It's over. No more zombies. Zamani gets his perfect world or a character save the universe. That's what I want wrapped up. If they which they probably you suck will. at this. I want the I want the coughing den to see Cypher wrapped up. Sure. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Alright, that wraps it up for uh patron topics. I don't have any donations. Did you have any? Um, yes, I have a bunch here. Josh says, gotta head out. Hope you get the new perk bottle soon. Hope you like them. Oh, hell yes. That is our 3D printer that also sponsored the show. We'll have more about that and more about those giveaways last week during the technical issues. We didn't really get into it, but I'm getting all that together for everyone to get really excited about. So I'm happy about that. Unknown player, our man, who is also uh, the rat or the savior that cleared out all those freeloaders in the Discord. Uh, How dare they? I just thought I would let you know that the large X area, there is a clock from Outlaw and the giant lollipop sucker from the buried candy shop. Uh, and there are several pegs slash markings around the map, likely indicating new buildings. Look at Treyarch's PFP. Um, I don't know what PFP is because I'm trash. Uh, but that all makes sense. That's the stuff I was talking about earlier about assets showing up in the maps. So that's really interesting to see what the new area is going to be in Blackout. Uh, that'll be fun. I'll play it. Um, Vegetable donates. And he says, thank you for doing this right now. So I have something to listen to at work. Love you guys. Well, happy to. And thank you for the donation. Happy to distract you. We planned it that way, vegetable. Definitely. Uh, Caleb donates. He says, kudos to you, John and Reed. Thought your videos were just part of you. Oh, sorry. There's a comma. I'm, I'm a dope. Kudos to you, John. Free TED Talk. Yeah, Reed. This kudos isn't for you. This is mine. Well, it flows into. And Reed thought your video was awesome this week. Celebratory, celebratory drinks on me. Well, thank you so much. And I was really struggling. I was having some real bad like writer's block making YouTube videos lately. And now they're starting to flow again, which is really exciting. And so I just got to make sure I make the videos. Tomorrow, knock on wood, there should be a Kingdom Hearts 3 review coming on my channel. So hopefully, and then some a lot more zombie topic videos. I, John, you know what I found out? I like talking about narrative and analysis. Wow, isn't that shocking? So let's talk about character arcs. And good ones and that. bad ones and thematic points inside Call of Duty Zombies. Unbelievable. Who would have ever guessed? And there's uh, Josh again. Good day. Hope it's all is great. Uh, did you get my package? It should arrive today. Nope. And the store just closed at four. So I will have to pick it up, Josh. The newest package. That's awesome. Uh, the Baby of Cakes donated. Just Nope. That's eight days ago. Good. <laughs> there we go. It's fantastic. Another wonderful week. If you guys love our podcast or enjoy it or sort of like it and it's a good way to get away from your work, consider supporting us on Patreon. We also are on Spotify and iTunes if you want to listen to us on the road. And uh, the link in the description is to our Zombros Patreon. Next week, we we're supposed to have Tim, Tim Hansen on. It's Hansen, right? Yes. He had a reschedule. Something came up, but he'll be on the following week. So next week, we're going to try and have somebody on. I'm hoping uh, Nick Saru was somebody I reached out to, and we might end up having him on the show again next week. So we'll see. We'll work out all the scheduling, but something to look forward to. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for showing up, John. Congrats again on your TED Talk, and I will see you in the next video next Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Zombros. Make sure to download the podcast on iTunes and support the show on Patreon if you haven't already. If you have the time, be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going. Links will be in the description. We'll see you in the next episode.